This podcast could potentially have adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly the possibility of sexual content. <clears throat> Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Drinking with Authors, the Literary Briefs Edition. I am your host, Erica Lance. Uh, my co-host today is the amazing Bo Lake. And Ooh. our guest today is... No, no, we move for the guest, not for you. I said hello! Oh, I was like, <laughs> so for yourself. It's not about I... you. <laughs> Only sometimes. Okay, it can be about you in a minute, but let me at least introduce you. No, now you introduce him, Bo, since you've made this about you. <laughs> and our guest today is Richard Bellow. Boom. Yay! Hello, everyone. I would cheer a lot louder, but I'm losing <laughs> my voice. Okay, um, let's talk a bit about what we're drinking before we do rapid fire questions. So in the spirit of I'm not feeling great, I put a little bit of vodka in my orange juice because I'm sure it's going to kill some germs. Um, so probably not. Do not take health advice from me. I am not a doctor. <laughs> At least well, what are you drinking? You're having some vitamin C. So it, I it, am. I'm drinking quite a bit of vitamin C. I will say that. I am still drinking Arizona green tea that matches my hair. Yes, it does perfectly, perfectly, perfectly. <laughs> Which, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a uh, Killian's Irish Red Ale. Mm. Felt like something different today. Very cool. I like it. Um, okay, so your first question is, what is your favorite book of all time? Actually, it's a book called Joshua by Grizzanzoni. And it's basically a story okay. about, have you heard of it? No, no. I wanted to know why. Tell me why. It's basically about um, if Jesus returned today, what would it look like? without oh. telling people and it's just a really it's really a nice story it's very satisfying it's a good ending and i just like it and you know i probably read it like you know once every two years because that's how much i enjoy it very cool it sits right next to my ray romano book about everything in a kite <laughs> oh is that been um uh, another one that you reread? Um, yeah, I like his humor. I read that. And um, I think that's about well, some detective novels I occasionally reread. Like Stuart Wood. I like his recurring characters and how he lays out the action. And it's like, damn, that's pretty good. You know? <laughs> Very cool. What about, um, what is your least favorite book? Well, I don't know the title of it, but it was sort of a mystery book and I started reading it. And after 10 pages, it's like, I don't like the way this is written. Characters are popping out of the woodwork and it's like, nope, let's put it away. Usually wow. I try to read through a book, but this one, I couldn't. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, what about a book to movie or TV show? Is there one that um, you think they did a really good job at? Book to TV show. Or movie or, you know, mm -hmm. something like they changed the medium on it and you thought they did a good job. 
Yeah, that's a tough one. I've seen some bad ones. <laughs> Can't really. Well, maybe Steel Magnolias was good. Oh, yeah, that's a good. That's what we haven't heard. Steel Magnolias is amazing. And yeah. one that didn't do well was um, in the Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. The movie just cut so much out, you didn't get the depth of the character or of Savannah. No, I agree with you on that one. It's funny because to me, um, Steel Magnolias is definitely one of those movies that you absolutely laugh, but you absolutely cry. Like it goes both, like yeah. completely. And they do such a good job of it. Um, Bo, what about you? Ask a question? Is that what you're asking me? Or if I yes. like Steel Magnolias? <laughs> no, I hope you like Steel Magnolias. If you I don't, we might not be able to be friends anymore. I don't think I've ever seen it. You've never seen Steel Magnolias? I don't think so. Who the hell are you? Like, seriously. <laughs> well, I'm, okay, I'm you're required to, my... to watch Steel Magnolias in the next month. That's a okay. requirement. Or you're <laughs> fired as a co-host. Oh, no. <laughs> So it has an amazing cast. It has Sissy Spacek, Dolly Parton, Daryl Hannah, uh, Sally Fields. I know I'm leaving people out. Julia Roberts. Yeah. And it's all centered around Sally Field is the mom and Julia Roberts is the daughter and she's getting married. And it's kind of centered around that whole entire thing. But um, I have to say, not, not Sissy Spacek. Oh my gosh, what is her name? What are the two older women's names? Because they are the funniest part of that entire movie. Okay, I'm Googling, I'm Googling this so that I can say this correctly. R oh riveting podcasting right now. Riveting. I'll ask, a question while you're, I'll ask a question while you're looking that up. Okay. Do you plot your books or do you just write freely? I usually plot them out. Mm -hmm. I know, well, basically, I know where I'm starting, and then I know the ending. Mm -hmm. So then I figure out where it's going to go, and then I have the characters start acting. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they take me in places I don't really know, and I've heard that before, but it's like, oh, this person's really coming to life. So. What is your favorite writing snap? Okay, before you answer that, it is Shirley <laughs> MacLaine in Olympia Dukakis. Ah. They're the older women that are in the town and they are just amazing. Okay, go ahead with your favorite snack now. <laughs> uh, Cheetos. Oh, good snack. I love Cheetos. Or um, honey coated cashews. What it's kind of Cheetos? Crunchy or the bigger ones? The crunchy. Really? Yes. Yeah, mentioned the classics. So. How do you type with Cheetos in your hands? How is that a thing? <laughs> One like, hand with Cheetos, the other hand types. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> one-handed. <laughs> oh my god. I, I hear a lot of people use chopsticks for their uh, Cheetos so they don't get Cheeto dust in their hands. Oh I'm, I'm gonna try that. <laughs> oh my if you, gosh. If you had to dedicate your book to a celebrity, who would it be? Who? Depends upon which book. The Martin book. The Martin book. I've dedicated them to all different types of people, but um, 
because the subjects are so varied in each one that it's a different person. Yeah, I don't know who I would do that. <laughs> Sorry. That, that's question, that question always stumps people. They're always like, huh, like, because they've never thought about it before. Right. Okay, but what if your, um, your book was cast? Who would play the characters in your book? Hmm. I think the mouse is pretty evident to be a mouse. Well, um, I know, but who would voice the mouse? Somebody has to voice the mouse. The mouse doesn't speak. <laughs> Ever? Oh. Never. Oh. And only the kid knows. Only the kid knows that the name of the mouse is Martin. The adults aren't privy to that. Oh, I love how that. How does he? How does he find out the mouse's name is Martin? Actually, I think I just solved that. Um, Martin in the greenhouse in one of the opening pages. There's a gardener, who was the gardener in the White House. Mm. He says, "I've seen that mouse before." That's Martin the Mouse. So it's the first instance of him getting the name. Mm. So Very it's cool. Kind of tricky, but um, that's clever, though. Who is your favorite author? Another stump, stumping question. <laughs> they read so much. I like to stump people. Well, is there somebody that you buy all their books regardless of looking up the synopsis that you just know you're going to love? Um, well, Stuart Woods was one. So I read him often. Um, I used to read David uh, Grisham. Mm -hmm. And um, some of the other big guys in that genre mm -hmm. that I can't think of right now. <laughs> They're looking on my shelf. <laughs> what was your okay. least, favorite, least favorite author? Um, Stephen King, because I don't like those types of stories. I'm sorry. That's my boy. Please do not send hate mail. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, please don't. I mean, <laughs> those horror, scary things I just don't like. Mm. And um, I like other types of books. Oh, there was one author. Ridley Scott. Oh. He, wrote, he wrote this one book about being abducted by aliens. I could not read that before going better. It, 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 was, it was a good book, but I got nightmares for that one. We're seeing things. <laughs> well, I have a question for you. Um, who is an author... And they could be alive or dead that you'd want to have lunch with. And if they were dead, you'd get the live version of them. I'm not setting up a zombie thing because <laughs> that would be cool. But since you're not into horror, I'll spare you that and just okay. make sure they're alive. But boy, I'm really losing it on the books today in the title. <laughs> Getting a flunking grade here. I've got to drink some more, I guess. <laughs> You're very lucky we don't grade anybody. Yeah, we really don't. I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head. Okay. What about um, if you could be any like fant fantastical creature, where would you be? What would I be? Well, either, either something that flies or swims in the water. Because I feel just freedom of that type of character. Mm 
you're not constrained by the heaviness of the earth. You can just sort of glide and use gravity instead of being held down by it. I like it. I like it. What about if if you could go into any um, like uh, literary world, what literary world would you like to go visit? You mean living in a literary world? Yeah, like Narnia. Like where would you, Lord of the Rings, where would you like to go? What world would you like to go visit? I guess I'd just basically go back into American history. Oh, is there a particular time period? Yeah, I think the Civil War. Because it was such a tumultuous time, I'd like to read what was going on on both sides and see what Abraham Lincoln was thinking and talking about. Because they're really just incredible characters who lived back then. You know, people like John Wilkes Booth checking out the White House to try to shoot him and eventually going to the theater and then trying to get across the river into Virginia to escape. And and he goes to Dr. Mudd to get his leg repaired because he jumped on the stage and hurt it. And the Secret Service getting Dr. Mudd and eventually capturing it. It's like, wow. Just no technology, walking or on horseback, just really interesting of how they did things. Very cool. Very cool. What is on um what is a place that you absolutely want to visit but you haven't visited yet? I think the Galapagos Islands. Oh. Because they have such a, a wide variety of, of animals and you know bird life and sea life, and it's so remote. I, that's one place I've thought about wanting to go, and it just seems like a pretty cool place. Yeah, there are cruises there, and they like make sure that you don't like disturb the wildlife, but you get to like cruise up and go on the island. It sounds really cool. I I really want to go at some point. It sounds good. Sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, Bo, what about you? Is there a quote from a book or poem that sticks with you? Obviously not, because I can't think of it. Um, <laughs> oh, it's like never give up. It's sort of a general thing. I've seen it on posters and all that. But yeah, that would have to be my favorite quote. Because life can be... Um, hard and traumatic and hold you back but just have to keep keep getting up every day and and working at it that's a good mantra too yeah yeah or relationships or anything yeah very cool um okay what about a weird food combination uh that i've eaten or that i can imagine no that you've eaten that you like to eat that people go god that's weird Well, I have, I've had some rough run-ins with seafood, but I think tripe is something I would never eat. No, but this is something you like to eat. I, I will never <laughs> eat tripe. I had a roommate that cooked tripe one time, and I'm like, I literally thought something had died in the house. Yeah. And oh, I was something like, you like to eat? Yeah, that you the- love. Like some combination, like some people like eating you know, hot tamales and popcorn. And it's kind of a weird food combination. Like that's not something you 
or, you know, that sort of thing. So what's something that you like to combine together and eat that people that would say is weird? I don't know, because I cook a lot of weird, weird things. I combine a lot of spices. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I make up, well, I guess it'd be the weird thing would be spaghetti sauce and what I would throw into it. That people would say, you put that in there, like but what? it makes it work. Well, I like um, sun-dried tomatoes. I put in tomato sauce. And if you're not doing a red sauce, a white sauce with sun-dried tomatoes, um, cherry tomatoes popped up, some parsley, garlic. You can throw a little chicken in there or a little little tofu with a little extra added protein. So something like that. I like pasta. I like pizza. It's probably one of my favorites. Followed by nachos and tacos. Oh, these are, these are all of the things that I enjoy. All of them. I had tacos for lunch today because that's what I was feeling. Um, what about, uh, oh my gosh, I just had the thought. Uh, and Bo, you're going to get the final question. But um, yeah, I like to put her on the spot. <laughs> I can do that being the host. I can make my co-host go in the hot seat. It takes 2.5 seconds. Um what, uh, uh, how do you like to read? I see a ton of books up behind you, but do you prefer paper or hardback versus an ebook or an audiobook? Yeah, I prefer paperbacks and then hardbacks because I like the feel of the book and that whole experience. I do have an e reader, and that's mostly I would take on vacations because then I can load a lot of books onto it and don't have to carry, you know, 50 pounds of books with me. No, that makes sense. I mean, that, that that is one of the drawbacks of doing paperbacks and stuff. Do you keep all the books you read or do you give them away? I, what do you do with them? Actually, I keep most of them. But there comes a point where I have to give them away. Uh, many years ago, I was helping a friend move and he had tons and tons of books. And after you move tons and tons of books, I went to my own big bookcase and got rid of half of them. I didn't want to move all those books. So I do give them away eventually, but I do like to read them and keep them because some, some of them are very interesting. I think if you're going to reread them, I had to come to grips with, I had so many books and of course moving. I was like, I kept all the ones that were signed from people, Yeah, obviously, but I um, end up giving them away. And I like finding like little free libraries or nursing homes or play, you know what I mean? Places like community centers and giving the books there because they don't necessarily have the books, you know, available yep. to them. Yep, I've okay. donated to the free, free libraries too. Mm -hmm. It's pretty yes. cool to see somebody take my book out and read it. Actually, that's one of my little goals up here. I moved up into the mountains and I want to, I got the schematics to do the little libraries, you know, on the yep. poles. So more and my boyfriend I'm like I'm going to decide to do this one day here soon <laughs> and you're going to have he's like first you got to get your bees set up because I want to the whole entire acre that I'm going to let bees be on so that Good. help with that part of thing bees like yeah do your bees first and then you can do your library boxes <laughs> crazy woman wow okay Bo final question my friend who is a children's book author that you admire I think it would have to be Shel Silverstein. Oh, I love Shel Silverstein. His pictures are so, have a lot of depth to it. And the kids act like kids. 
are just curious and want to know things. And I just like those his stories. You know, Dr. Seuss comes in well too with his his rhyming stuff, but it's more fanciful. And I tend towards the fanciful in a realistic more setting with kids in their dreams and stuff. Very, very cool. I love Shelter Seal. Where the Sidewalk Ends was probably my favorite, one of my favorite books as a kid. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Rich, it has been so amazing having you on this podcast with us. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you, Erica. I really appreciate coming on and thank you both for all your questions and the fun laughs we had. Absolutely. You're going to get off and you're going, why did they ask such weird questions? <laughs> and then you're going to think of every answer you couldn't think of. Exactly. I've had several authors, don't do this, that end up sending me an email going, I remember the answer to my question. And I'm like, I can't like insert it. It's not like I'm going to go the recording and go, what Rich intended to say this time was a blue. <laughs> We got to do like pop up video where they like a, yeah. like a little bubble shows up and it says Rich meant this. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, we're not quite that fancy yet, but we will. <laughs> um, Rich, shameless self promotion time. Where do people find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, richardballo.com, Richard B A L L O dot com, or Tome Main Press, or um, Little Mouse Press for the kids' books. You can find them all there. And any bookstore like Barnes and Nobles. And what is the the most recent? What is the one coming out next? Um, Martin the Mouse in the Firehouse. Very cool. Copies just arrived two days ago. Awesome, awesome, so cool. Was, again, wonderful having you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to my amazing and wonderful, just brilliant co-host that I don't know how I'd exist without her. Um, Bo Lake, and <laughs> only the wow. YouTube saw that. <laughs> Don't forget to like, subscribe, please leave us a review. We would love to hear that. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.